Hello my friends, welcome to the Hug From The Moon podcast, episode 4. This one's titled Old Friends, and we're old friends now, aren't we? You know what to expect. And if you are new, you're very welcome. Pull up a chair, sit back, relax. 20 minutes of poetry, spoken word and song coming your way. And your favourite cult, singer-songwriter and poet, Leon Helby, that's me. Our first poem coming up is called Old Friend. Um, We've got our usual two poems from me, a song. We've got a featured poet of the week, Joy M. Louisa. I'm really pleased that she's going to be sharing her work. And I'm pleased to be sharing it with you as well. She's really cool. So let's start with our first poem, which is called Old Friend. Old friend. Old friend, you don't care no more. I used to happily knock your door at midnight. You listened to me rant into the night and more. Old friend, we road trip to Edinburgh. Listened to Robbie into the night as the darkness grew around us and we split our sides. Old friend, you covered for me time and again. I smashed the quad bike drunk into your friend's fence and you fought my corner while I was too drunk to care enough to make amends. Old friend, you are my best man on my wedding day. My best man always. He had my back. Had the knack of loyalty like a friend should be. But old friend, we changed. We went our separate ways. Now we seem like we have nothing left to say. Old friend, I changed. Not so enthralled to your words of wisdom, your jokes. Your way of seeing the world just so. Old friend, you changed. Not so in love with me or keen to keep a friend. A hard heart hardened by the halo that you were hitherto incapable of holding. Now it's stolen all your compassion and you're folding in on yourself. And your love for me is gone. Evaporated into the ether like all old friends. Gone. That was old friends, a fittingly bleak start to a hopeful subject like friendship. Come on, you know what to expect now. That's a bleak poem, it's called Old Friend. That's about friendship's ending, I guess, or friendship's changing. I suppose it's a hard thing to... It's a hard thing to get your head around. Maybe when you're younger, you're friends with people and you think you'll be friends forever. But, you know, maybe it's just the case that... um, People come in and out of your life as you, you know, as you get older. I remember the film Stand By Me. Like the when I first watched that when I was younger. And they had these, there was these four friends. And then I remember they, at the end of it, they had this amazing experience together. And then they, when the film ended, the, the voiceover of the main character was saying, oh, we saw less and less of Teddy and Vern. That was their names. We saw less and less of Teddy and Vern until they became another face in the halls, just another face we in the in the school corridor. And I just at the time I I mean it's something so I don't know like it was something so poignant about that you know. 
and even though logically I know that it's true that you know we just go in and out of people's lives and we have these moments of being really close to people and being really good friends with people and you know maybe life changes and things change and we know life always changes and life's nothing ever stays the same um and then we have to say goodbye to that which is hard you know it's hard to do that so good good news is we've got Joy M. Louisa coming up, who who is, has a much more of a lovely, optimistic take on the whole thing about friendship. So her poem, which is called The Bell of 4C, is about a lifelong friendship that she had. And um, it's really sweet. It's a sweet poem. And some of the things she said about the poem, I'm looking forward to saying afterwards as well. So... Have a listen to this. It's called The Bell of Four C. It's our featured poet of the week. It's Joy M. Louisa. My name is Joy M. Louisa, and this is a poem about friendship and really the reason that I started sharing my poetry. It's called The Bell of Four C. We were young. She was witty and pretty and caring and clever, and I wanted to be her. We met in primary, our fate sealed in drama 4C. She had nicknames for everyone, friends, teachers, family. Mum Betty, the old boiler. Dad Dave, Papa Smurf. Walking home from school rehearsals, she introduced my naive tongue to curry sauce and chips. They tasted like heaven. We shared our hopes, our fears, our dreams in a time of endless possibilities. Life spun its web, connections lost, until the day the envelope arrived on my mother's doorstep. I caressed its familiar swirls. Inside it read, Forgive me, I'm sorry, I've only just heard. Please, please ring me. It was as if we had never left. The years peeled like onions. We laughed at schoolgirl memories until we ached. We were young. She was witty and pretty and caring and clever. And I wanted to be her. I explained, I'm one of the lucky ones. She asked me not to take off my wig, said it would hurt too much. Make it real. Tales unfurled, husbands, children, gaps filled. Love can be cruel, she said. A light flickered, then extinguished in her eyes. We shared our hopes. My fears, our dreams, in a time of possibilities. So, it began. Theatre, shopping, all-day lunches, busy lives, exchanging presents out of season made us smile. Recovery complete, confidence soared, while hers seemed to wane. Join me, I said. I can't. She replied, I'm not that girl anymore. She came to every drama, every farce. Each character, she said, was better than the one before. She seemed to revel in my glory. 
a sadness lurked. It's time, she said. Be brave, cut ties, seek kindness. I watched her independence dance. We shared our hopes, her fears, our dreams in a time of possibilities. A new beginning, new home, seaside town. She looked younger. She was witty and pretty and caring and clever and I wanted to be her. Walking along the seafront, she stopped to catch her breath. Something's wrong, she said. It has been for a while. Diagnosis confirmed the dragon. Except, she paused. This one has two heads. The operation was a success. We giggled like schoolgirls at her nicknames for every doctor, a kind nurse. Pray for me, she said. In a stark hospital chapel, I gave my reasons, prayers of healing to my God. I shared my hopes, my fears, our dreams. In a time I prayed of possibilities. Life began again. A new love, a new happiness, a new girl. Light restored. The dragon breathed its flame. Another hospital, another treatment. I saw myself reflected in her wigless image. She was witty and pretty and caring and clever, yet I was glad I was not her. We shared our hopes, our fears, our dreams in a time of limiting possibilities. A barrage of worrying text ensued from foreign climes. I'm not feeling great out here. I thought the sunshine would help. Image sent sun-kissed skin, denying truth. Home. A phone call. It's time, he said. I stared at her tanned, broken body and heard my nickname for the first time. Here she is, she said, her voice void of emotion, morphine fueled. Mother Teresa. Tears of love, laughter and pride formed whirlpools in my eyes. She would never know how much that meant. She was witty and pretty and caring and clever and I always wanted to be her. We shared our hopes, our fears, our dreams. She taught me. I am still young. I have endless possibilities and I miss her. Wow, how incredible was that? I've seen, I saw Joy perform that, um, at least some of that poem, um, quite recently, a few months ago. I met her at uh, a, a um, poetry night that was organised by 
Litter of Kings and Friends, who also have a podcast, which you could listen to. And um, I saw Met Joy there. It's actually really, really cool for me to meet her, just personally, because um, we had a good chat and we talked about... She's putting on a show. She's putting on a show at Edinburgh Fringe, which I think is fantastic. And I wanted to put on a show for a while. And just speaking to her really kind of inspired me and encouraged me. And I really, really liked that um, poem. Just because it's like an... It felt to me like an epic, an epic kind of story really about friendship. And she's sent me a few bits about that poem and and really it's a, such a fitting tribute really to her friend. And also, I guess, it, Joy, Joy said that it meant so much to her that she, um, if it wasn't for this poem, then she wouldn't have been brave enough to keep performing it so she wrote it after her she'd always joy's always written poetry but then after her friend died she died friend died when she was 49 um she wanted to validate her life just because her friend was so special and so full of life herself and and yeah um and Joy took that as sort of inspiration to to go out and perform, you know, to, as a tribute to her friend, and, and people really liked the poem. And and I think what was saying that's so special that Joy says about her friend is that she really did teach her that she has endless possibilities. And um, so it seems fitting to say her name. So her name was Lindsay Marshall. And... It was, that was, that was Joy's best friend. So, I guess it shows the, I mean, what, what a poem that is. Um, lifelong friendship and how special friendship can be. And I feel like if you've got a friend and you've got someone who's, if you've got two people that are willing to stick with each other, um, then it, that's the friendship, you know. Sometimes people don't want to stick with people. You know, people get distant, people get busy, people drift away from each other. But if you've got someone who's really willing to stick, because life gets busy as you get older, and you really have to have that commitment to stay friends with someone. So if you've got someone who's willing to stick with somebody, then then that's that's that makes all the difference in the fact and I guess the fact that you can really inspire somebody else. I think the love that you... And it's love, isn't it? It's love from someone else. And how that makes such a big difference. You know, love comes in so many different shapes. You know, it's not just romantic. It's not just... You know, it's not just that. It's friendship. Sometimes you can find the, the, the greatest love in friendship. So thanks so much to Joy for um, sharing that. I really love that fantastic poem so we're coming towards the end no we're not <laughs> well we kind of are but we've got another poem and then we've got a song anyway this um this next poem is coming up it's called my captain here we go
My friend died, and I don't know why. We weren't in touch too much, I just figured he was off living his life. And the future was bright. Too much time being estranged like the song I sing. Now it's like the words are lifting off the page. Like birds that have found their wings, and off they fly away. Far too much time being estranged. This ideal struggles to stay afloat. A tiny wooden boat, a flimsy tissue sail, a captain drunk on the good ship prevail. The sea is stricken and turns capriciously from still to the murderously stormy in seconds. The tiny boat struggles to stay afloat. The captain goes blind from the storm. He is blind from the shore. Any port in the storm, any port in the storm, he cries to the skies as it rages all around him. No one can hear his cries or see his tears or ever know his whys. His knuckles turning white from the gripping of the wheels so tight. The boat he was given to sail in, far too slight, too flimsy, too tiny, not watertight. The sail was homemade, a patchwork quilt of shame and guilt, his parents' handmade passed down. Captain's fingers stay gripped on the wheel as the boat breaks up around him. And this is how they found him. Beached like a whale with the splinters of the boat all around him. His hands gripped rictus on the wheel and it astounds them. Was it the sea, the boat or the captain? Who can we blame for this tragedy that's happening? An ideal? A brother? A son? A friend? A mistake that he cannot amend? The storm has died down. The sea is perfectly still. The sun has scattered some of its light and it glitters tranquil. Beautiful and bright. Captain's body laying, laying on the beach, bathed in the glow of the morning sunlight. The only sound to puncture the stillness is the sobs of the crowd sent here to witness. They see the quiet of the sea and the beauty of the morning and they ask why. But they didn't see the storm, didn't feel it in their bones, didn't go blind from the waves, didn't lose the battle with the darkest day. The crowds stand and wait for the darkness to grow around them. They light fires, whisper tributes and bury the captain. He grows cold as they gather round him. Nestled in the warm glow of the love they had for him. Right, that was the captain. Another slice of melancholy there for you. What did you think of that one? As I'm thinking about this this podcast this week, it seems to be it's all about sort of love and loss and friendship and that poem is a personal one just because it's about a friend who who passed away who I've written about quite a lot because I've never really had anyone die you know I, I felt he was the first person who died it was my age you know and so and the circumstances of how he died was, you know, quite tragic. It was very sudden and unexpected. And 
So, yeah, that's just... So, it's about loss, isn't it? And the finality of death and how things end and you ain't, you know... <clears throat> yeah, the loss the loss of what you had. Uh, so, I guess the if there's a lesson for any of it... If there's a lesson for it from this, then it's... You know, if people are still there, reach out to them, maybe. Reach out, you know... Because one day you might not be able to. So, so that was the captain. We we are hurtling towards the end now. And the song that we've got coming up now is called Gone, Not Forgotten, which seems to fit with the theme, really, that we've got. Um, and I think that when people are gone, the reason why I keep writing poems about them or keep writing songs about them, you know, to process the grief, but also to keep their memory alive, you know? To say that you're not forgotten, we'll, we'll keep talking about you, we'll keep thinking about you, we'll keep laughing about those funny stories that we that we shared. Um, and we'll never forget the ones that are lost. So this is a, this is a song called Gone Not Forgotten. Forgotten, gone. 
that's it. You've arrived at the end of the Hug from the Moon podcast, episode four, old friends. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Shout out to Joy M. Louisa for her fantastic poem. Please do check her out. She's got uh, a show coming up in Edinburgh. Hope she doesn't mind me saying that. And thanks everybody for listening. If you do enjoy this podcast, give it a follow, subscribe, share it, tell your friends about it. And if you're a poet and you would love to be involved as a featured poet of the week, then please do get in touch. Take good care of yourselves and I'll see you soon.